0: And we're looking for ways to uh, keep people focused on tefillah during this uh, Eist Tzara. Uh, because we know that certainly one of the responses that Hashem wants from us is tefillah. So um, we'll be learning between the we'll be focusing on different aspects of tefillah um, as one way of that. And As a matter of fact, we'll be recording this and sending it out so the larger community, which obviously can't come all the time, will be able to share in that as well. Um, Uh, Some of you may have heard, uh, Neri Yisrael sent out a message from the Rosh Hashiva to the alumni last week, uh, urging a focus on a particular area. And um, so I want to pick up on that. He he talked about the idea that when we are asked to be, to, I'm I'm paraphrasing, when we are asked to be awakened by the events uh, that grab our attention like this, that um, they, that we want to realize when we're not, we're not that we're not always really so awake. That we're very often we're going through the motions. Mitzvahs and ushim And so he suggested, and based on the way the tour presents the idea of a hundred brachas, that we focus on brachas every day. A hundred. That a person is obligated to recite a hundred brachas every day. The achronim go through the calculation of how a person can actually fulfill that quota including the repetition of the Shemona Esrei, when a person davens with a minion, and so on and so forth. But the idea of saying, Baruch Atah Hashem Elokeinu Melech Olam, actually acknowledging HaKadosh Baruch Hu as the sovereign of the universe, and doing so with thought, and actually articulating the words carefully. Um, and as I always point out, uh, the most important part of a bracha is actually not the customized part. The part that says, Bare Priya Eitz, or or whatever it is, that's important to get it right. But the most important part of the bracha is the Hashem machus, that we actually address Hashem by His name, and we actually refer to Him as the Sovereign of the Universe. So we want to have actually more focus on the beginning of the bracha, which is, Blessed are you Hashem, King of the Universe. And that itself is a wake-up call. And if a person makes a hundred brachas, then a person actually has a hundred interruptions of sleepwalking a day assuming the worst, that a person is sleepwalking. Not everybody is sleepwalking all the time. Sometimes we are awake. But a hundred interruptions, a hundred reminders of Hashem Elokeinu Melech HaOlam. Anyway, the reason I mention that, because in tefillah, we actually reference, don't realize this, there are a lot of things that are laced into our Shemona Esrei, into our davening, that we don't realize are really there. So, modim ha Modim, this bracha of acknowledging and thanking Hashem, it's really, if you think about it, it's, the, it's unique because it's the only bracha that doesn't ask for anything. It's a bracha that gives. It's an, offer, it's an offering from us to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We thank you. It's not, please help us, please save me, please feed me, please forgive me, uh, please, it, please anything. It's a modim enachlulach. But the word modim itself, mem, vav, dalad, yud, mem, is begematria uh, 100, because there's a relationship between the mea and Modim, the whole idea of acknowledging HaKadosh Baruch so Modim We are a hundred, we are a hundred to you, which means we notice you, we cloud you totally, all day, throughout the day, in different ways. Interesting thing is, there's something else unique about Modim. Why is it that in the repetition of the Shemona Eswe, all of a sudden we're supposed to be sitting there uh, listening to the Shleach Tzibor who's repeating the Shemona Eswe, and all of a sudden there's this thing called the Tzibor actually doing something. What, what do you mean? We're supposed to be answering Amain and Baruch Hu Why are we saying some tefillah in the middle of the repetition of the Shema The answer is because we're thanking HaKadosh Baruch And we never, no one ever thanks somebody ayude Shliach. I shouldn't say no one. When you want to thank somebody properly, you don't send it with a messenger. You know, or, but you're going to go to so-and-so. But while you're there, tell him I said thank you. Right? You don't say thank you indirectly. You say thank you directly. So the Shliach Tzibor is our messenger. The whole idea of the repetition of the Shmoneh Esrei is we're listening to him, and together we're united behind him, and it's as if the whole seabor is offering Shmoneh Esrei. So when we get to Modim, we don't want to say we're relying on our ambassador to tell to say thank you to Hakadosh We say it ourselves. It's called Modim D'Rabbanan, which means the rabbis' Modim because it happens to be a composition, compilation of a, a multiple different suggestions for what should be offered. So we put them all together. It's called the rabbis' Modim, and. Um, and, the, and the, one more thing before we close on this. The modim that we say in Shema we thank you, Shatahu Hashem Elokeinu. What do you mean? we thanking Hashem that He's our God? Right? Well, how do you translate that sentence? We thank you, Shatahu Hashem Elokeinu. So the Mepharshi Hosea say, that we thank you that we have the privilege that you actually want us to worship you, that you actually want us to acknowledge you as the sovereign. We thank you that of all the people in the world, we're the ones that you're counting on for tefillah. So we thank you for the privilege of actually coming before you.